This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? I believe it was W.C. Fields who said I can live for two whole months on a good compliment. A great deal of our self-concept is derived from our self-worth, and I believe the lion's share of that is drawn from others' assessment of us. That fact alone should prompt all of us to be a source of encouragement to everybody we meet. A classic example of this is Barnabas of the New Testament. The book of Acts reveals Barnabas as a leader of the early New Testament church. His name suggests his purpose as a consoler. He made your own encouragement. I am certain that was a great need then, perhaps the greatest need of the church then and now. Barnabas stepped up when he was needed. He sold land, laid it at the apostles' feet. He stepped in when he was needed. The church was wary of this newly converted Saul of Tarsus, and for good reason, since he had been a chief persecutor of the believers. Barnabas brought him to the apostles and encouraged others to accept him. He then stepped back and promoted Paul to a place of leadership and was content to follow him on the first missionary journey. He assisted and encouraged John Mark by taking him on the second missionary journey after Paul had rejected him. My earliest remembrance of encouragement was, of course, from my parents. Being the last born with 17 years between my sister and me, I admit to being spoiled. My mother and dad showered me with positive attention. I do not recall one incident in my childhood when my dad or mom ridiculed me publicly verbally or physically abuse me or discourage me in any way. Parents often forget that they have the power in their hand to shape the souls of their children for better or for worse. Every child has a thirst for approval and needs to be assured over and over and over again that they are special. Testimonies from those that have been abused generally trace their lives back to a home where verbal abuse was the order of the day. I read where Solomon had a number of proverbs that spoke to words of encouragement. He stated, Pleasant words are as a honeycomb. They are sweet to the soul and health to the bones. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. He stated that as cold as the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refresheth the soul of his master. In seminary, and it seemed like a hundred years ago, I was privileged to study systematic theology from the learned and noted professor, Dr. David Wingett. It was a very difficult course. My schedule as a pastor and a husband and a father and provider for my family stretched me to the limit. Dr. Wingett's class requirements were exhaustive, and his tests were, to say the least, challenging. After grading our papers, he would walk about the room with all but one paper held to his side, and that one held high in his hand. He would say some papers were good, some were mediocre, some were not so good. But then he'd hold that paper high and say, but this one was the best. A class of men, all of us which had undergraduate degrees with some holding advanced degrees, would sit on the edge of our seats, anxious to be the author of that perfect paper. I, I cannot remember in that semester of study, but one time receiving that honor for myself. 
But to this date, 50 years later, I can remember how I swelled with pride at that man's encouragement. I recall hearing as a child, if you can't say something good about somebody, don't say anything at all. Everybody always profits from encouraging words. One of my favorite little poems, and I quote it often, is this poem by R. Lee Sharp. Isn't it strange how princes and kings and clowns that caper in sawdust rings and common people like you and me are builders for eternity? Each is given a list of rules, a shapeless mass, and a book of tools, and each must fashion ere life is flown a stumbling block or a stepping stone. The Apostle Paul was an encourager. He stated to the church at Corinth, I thank my God always on your behalf. To the church at Philippi, he wrote, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. To the church at Colossae, he stated, We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. He repeated these encouraging words to the Thessalonican believers when he stated, We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. And again, in Second Thessalonians, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet because that your faith groweth exceedingly. So many times as pastor, encouragement came to me in the nick of time. Notes and cards and text messages pulled me back from the cliff of despair. A job well done deserves a compliment. The effects are timeless and can know no age limit. We underestimate the power of encouraging words. Abraham Lincoln said, everybody likes a compliment. A great goal would be to be somebody who makes everybody feel like somebody. Imagine walking through life, taking every opportunity to bring sunshine with you. Not only will you brighten someone's life, but the glow will do wonders for your own journey. Finding ways to distribute words of encouragement is easy. Once you get the hang of it, began by noticing others. My son, Randy, illustrated to me this. As they were looking for a home church several years ago, and he made a visit to a church with his wife and his two small children. He met the pastor at the door and started to introduce himself when the pastor seemed to ignore him and dropped down on one knee and took the hands of Brooklyn and Blake, my grandchildren. He then proceeded to converse and compliment them. A short time after my son led his family to join that church, no wonder, try it today yourself. Pick a likely candidate and bestow a legitimate compliment. Note the uplifting effect. I'm quite sure a laugh is better than a frown. I know that an encouragement is better than discouragement. A happy countenance beats a grumpy outlook every time. Don't be the kind of negative person people dread to see coming. Those who know me best know that I'm a pack rat. That pertains especially to cards and letters. I have a stockpile of special ones that stretch through the last 50 years. Sometimes on a cloudy day, I will peruse those that brought cheer in times past and reopen a box of encouragement for myself. I do not count the difficult experiences or hard times. I simply choose not to remember them. Fanny Crosby, when asked about a particular trying time in her life, remarked, I distinctly remember forgetting that. Today, take a big bag full of words of encouragement and spread them all around. Others will be glad you did, and so will you. I want to thank you for taking just a few moments today 
and listening from my heart to yours. 